Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war anybody else but I definitely am either entering or acknowledging or I don't know maybe just coming to terms with the fact that I am in an incredibly spicy season of life we're talking like Carolina Reaper spicy and I always feel a little bit of spice but I think I'm just on overboard and it's probably on overboard because just of how much shenanigans is still happening in the world and how you have to just watch in utter amazement as the sleepers continue to sleep. It's really fascinating. Something that I never anticipated experiencing in my lifetime was having conversations with people that are so disconnected to truth, I guess. Or maybe not disconnected from truth, because I think that it does take people a long time to get there. But maybe the opposite of that is just how entrenched they are in the lie and how comfortable that is for them. And today I want to dive in on my spiciness. And I'm going to talk about some pretty unsavory topics and some controversial things. And as I always tend to do on this show, I like to at least just have the conversation from a perspective where maybe it hasn't been looked at like that before because it's from, again, the inside of this wild brain of mine. And then it comes out onto the airwaves and into your ears. Now, I want to preface this show talking about, I guess, maybe judgment. I I think that judgment in this world that we live in is necessary. And let me break this down. The judgment that I'm referring to is maybe more of assessment or discernment or looking at someone's activities and choosing whether or not you maybe would like to associate with that person. Or, you know, maybe you know somebody that smokes and they smoke in their car. And so you're going to make the judgment call to not ride in that vehicle with them. Right. That's kind of what I mean by judgment. I don't necessarily mean, although it's not that I don't, it's that, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let me walk this through. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone. And as a follower of Christ, I believe that those sins will be dealt with when it is our time, including myself. I have got a lot of skeletons in my closet. 
I've done things that I am really not proud of. I have made very poor decisions. I've got things that I'm embarrassed about that I carry a lot of shame about. And so I know for me, this is definitely not a point fingers and make judgments. It's more so what happens when we are faced with those things? Do we take accountability? Do we admit our faults? Do we say, yes, this was the case and I've done, you know, A, B, C, D, E to correct course and not do those things anymore. I've, you know, maybe gotten clean and sober or I have, you know, not participated in this activity anymore. Whatever the case may be, we all have those things. We all have them. What I find fascinating about the society in which we live are the people that we put on pedestals and the people that we quote unquote admire and the people that we look up to and the people that we put our trust in, those people are all all flawed human beings as well, which I totally get. However, here's where my judgment, I guess, is going to come in. Over the last three years, we have seen people, humans in the flesh on this planet do and participate in some really horrendous things. We've seen it. We've had the validation. We've had confirmation. We've experienced it. We've also had sort of this exposure of maybe some other unsavory things that people have participated in or have been a part of or have witnessed. And whether there's confirmation or not of those things, it's still those people up on a pedestal that have done or there are rumors about really horrendous, horrible things that we're not on that we're not sure about yet. We're not sure if it's fact or fiction. And I guess here's my point in bringing this up. And again, super spicy. If I believed in the planets and if I believed in the hocus pocus of your horoscope doing something, Mercury's up to something. That's what all the that's what all the kids say these days. Whatever Mercury's doing. We have People in very high places, with a lot of money, with a lot of fame, with a lot of notoriety, who have been accused and questioned of doing some really horrific things. And I stand back and watch this, and I can't help but think to myself how no one is coming to their own defense. That's the long story short of this big intro to today's show. And like I said earlier, if somebody found out a skeleton that's in my closet that I've been trying to bury deep, that's away in the steamer trunk, that I'm like, ugh, I really don't want that guy to come out. Okay, he comes out. I I admit, yes, that transpired. It was not great. Whatever the circumstances was, no excuses, no nothing. Just, yeah, okay. I'm going to take ownership of that. Now, 
if it's a rumor and it's horrendous and it's a really egregious maybe crime or scenario and it's not true and I catch wind of it and I know about it, you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to at least try to dispel that rumor, that conversation, put a stop to it. It's sort of this idea of being guilty of a crime. Like, innocent people don't refuse to talk to the police. Innocent people don't refuse to give a DNA sample. Innocent people don't refuse to provide alibis or let them talk to their friends, their relatives, their neighbors. If you're innocent and you understand the importance of sort of protecting your own identity, protecting your own, maybe we'll even say reputation if that's important to you, for maybe the trickle down, maybe for your children's sake, maybe for your family's sake, maybe you don't want, oh gosh, I don't want my family thinking this. It's completely untrue, right? This to me seems like something that's happening. And now I also want to bring in this topic of judgment again. Because I'm not sure if the Lord's judgment works like our judgment in the judicial system. I don't know about that. I don't know if there's like a hierarchy, a sin hierarchy, if you will right? Like, sure, you know, there's adultery and there's murder and there's stealing and there's lust and there's, you know, all of these sins. I, I don't know if there is a hierarchy of punishment or level of repentance or, I mean, I think we pass judgment in this worldly life of like, ooh, yeah, that's way worse than that. Or, Okay, yeah, I I can understand maybe why that person did that. But what I will tell you is this. I think that there are people on this planet that perhaps get a little more favor in the Lord's eyes. And that's kids. That's our children. So when I look at things that have maybe been uncovered or are being discussed or talked about, this rumor mill, if you will, this conspiracy theory, I tend to think that if I were being accused or there were conversations about or evidence of things that were egregious acts towards children. And you don't make the effort to clear your name. It's very telling to me. It's very telling. Because again, there are there are levels to it, right? So maybe enough with the kind of like coy approach to this conversation and maybe I'll just dive right in. 
I'm going to start with one that is for sure spicy. Carolina Reaper pepper style here, whatever on the Koval scale of spice. Let's talk about Barack Obama for a minute and these recent allegations that have come out. Now, again, I'm not judging. I am simply pointing out that there have been some serious things discussed that were maybe skeletons in his closet. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but there's a gentleman named Larry Sinclair, and he did an interview with Tucker Carlson on X, which is formerly known, <laughs> the, the website formerly known as Twitter. And he basically was talking about how a long time ago, he and Barack Obama, way before presidency, I believe he was involved in politics, but before presidency, engaged in some illicit drug use and some sexual things by nature. Okay. Now, here's the deal. I don't really, I don't care who anybody sleeps with. I don't care. What do you do in your bedroom, private, that's fine. I don't want people knowing what I do in my bedroom. I'm not interested in what you're doing in your bedroom. I'm not out flaunting it. Sure, you're going to know when I walk in someplace with my boyfriend and we're holding hands that I'm a heterosexual, but I'm not, I'm not in this like overt path of, you know, shoving PDA in your face and, you know, implying that anything is, is going on in my, in my bedroom. Right. So I don't care. Now this interview, Larry also says that they smoked crack or did some drugs together. Again, I, I don't, we all have a past. We've all done bad things. We've all probably tried a drug or two. We maybe even had some alcohol before we turned 21. We maybe smoked a cigarette before we were 18. Not interested. That's not the point. The point is this. Number one, you have somebody that if that is a true account of things that have transpired. And now let me also just mention the mainstream media didn't talk about it. There have been stories out before. This is not the first that I have heard of Larry Sinclair. I heard about him years ago, actually. He's been very open and forthcoming about his drug use, about his sexuality. I believe he has even been convicted of some crimes. So again, you know, if you want to talk about maybe discrediting somebody, sure, he'd probably be a really easy person to discredit. But I look at it from the standpoint of what does this guy have have to gain? You want to come on Twitter with Tucker Carlson and put a bullseye on your back talking about former President Barack Obama doing naughty things in the back of a limo with you? Like, you're going to be public enemy number one. You're going to be on that Clinton suicide list real quick. Like, it, that, that doesn't make sense to me. What are your, what's your objective? What's your potential ulterior motive? You want to be famous? 
Mm. You maybe could have found something else to be famous about. You want to fabricate such a huge tale? Okay. So this is where I get to this place of if this is a fabrication and if this is potentially viewed as detrimental to the reputation of a former president of our country, former world leader, wouldn't your camp be doing some sort of damage control? Wouldn't you be out here in either full denial or filing a lawsuit for libel? You know, there's there's judicial things that could be done about somebody slandering you in such a way. Wouldn't he perhaps, I don't know, file a restraining order? There, there would be things that could be done, especially someone of Obama's clout. He's a former president for crying in the night. And now, I'm personally not a fan of Obama. And it's not because he's a Democrat. It's not because he's potentially a homosexual. It's not because he smoked crack. It's not for any of those reasons. I think he was horrible for our country. He, he bombed tons of countries and he still managed to be given a Nobel Peace Prize, which is beyond me. And I think he's arrogant. I think he's arrogant. I think he is, you know, just sort of another New World Order pawn that weaseled his way into our political system and didn't really do much. Didn't really do much good, I should say. I think he did a lot of negative things for our country. But that's just my opinion. And I know that there are other people that hold him in high regard. So does this story necessarily change my opinion of him? No, I really didn't I really didn't think that highly of him to begin with. Now, the people that do think highly of him, is this story going to change their opinion of him? Probably not. Probably not. They more than likely are going to be the people that are like, "Oh, this guy is a former drug addict. He's got a criminal record. He can't be trusted." And they will err on the side of, you know, cautiously taking in what is probably going to be labeled as a conspiracy. And this guy is just trying to get famous and he's just trying to make a buck and whatever else his motives are. And I get that. But I really do not understand the egregiousness of the accusations, the length in which these accusations have been being made. Because like I said, this is not the first I've heard about it. I've heard about it back in maybe uh, 2019, 2020, a couple years ago. I knew about old Larry and the limo. And you haven't said anything? You haven't come out and been like, Dude, this guy's a joker? Like, there's no way? Michelle hasn't said anything? It just seems a little weird to me. 
Now, I guess you could take the the position of devil's advocate and say, well, maybe they think that it's so outlandish and that it's so wild and that it's so false that they're not even going to give it the attention. They're not even going to come out and say anything about it because they know it's not true and because it's so crazy. Maybe. Maybe. But the problem is, in my opinion, again, is that if you take that approach, you're sort of you're sort of hiding. You're sort of cowering. You're sort of I don't know if it's the easy way out. You're certainly not addressing the public. You're certainly not addressing the people that have voted for you. Apparently 80 million people. Apparently. Do you not owe those people anything? Do you not do you not care? I mean, I don't care about people's opinions of me, right? As far as them thinking, oh, she's a crazy conspiracy theorist, or she's unhinged, or you know, she she doesn't represent her herself as a very good Christian. You know, she's got a foul mouth. She this, she that. I I don't care about that kind of opinion. But if someone is going to make real serious accusations or allegations against me, and I know them to be false, and if one person thinks that that's true, do I care about that one person? Maybe, maybe not. But if it's broadcast to millions of people via Tucker Carlson on Twitter, and I'm like, whoa, 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 none of this is true at all. I'm coming out. I'm saying something. I'm putting an end to the nonsense. I'm going on the record. I'm asking Tucker Carlson for an interview. It's it's kind of big stuff. And it spreads like wildfire because the dots add up more for accuracy of the story than maybe they don't for being false. And there's other people. There are other people in in our world and in this sort of like upper echelon and in this elite and in the celebrity world and this Hollywood that I feel like are facing the same things. And as the public watching, we're giving a lot of passes and we are, I guess, maybe not holding them accountable in the court of public opinion. And I think it's necessary. I think it's time. And maybe perk the ears of some people that think that, you know, the the Oprah Winfrey's and the Ellen DeGeneres's are still these like people that we should be looking up to and revering. When I, I don't I don't really think that they're worthy of that for a lot of reasons. But we're gonna get into the biggest ones when I come back on the second half of the show. You're going to still keep it spicy. So 
Come back and join me for the second half of the show. I am Nurse Beth. You are listening to Nurses Out Loud here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's time and this is Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining me, it's spicy today. I just have, I don't know, I'm just spicy these days. 
And we're talking about some spicy things. So one thing in the first half of the show that I just kind of was touching on is like the reputation of some of these people in the upper elites and Hollywood and these famous people over the last few years that have some pretty unsavory rumors swirling about them. How none of them either seem to care or they think that no one is going to believe them or they think they can just brush this off with the casual comment of that's a conspiracy theory. But none of them have really come forth to deny it, give their side of the story, to paint a picture about how all of us crazy conspiracy theorists are actually crazy conspiracy theorists and none of our dots that we've connected are actual connected dots. None of them. And I find that to be very strange. And the reason why I find it to be very strange is because the rumors that are circulating and the things that are swirling are so absolutely disgusting and horrifying I would never want anyone to think that I was associated with some of those things, right? If somebody wants to accuse me of doing drugs or if somebody wants to accuse me of shoplifting or, you know, something that maybe seems uh, quote unquote frivolous, I I might not address it. But when it comes to our children, and I touched on this at the top of the show, I think that there are just things that we have to put our foot down about. And we have to say, uh, no, if I'm ever accused of child abuse, um, I'm going to come out and vehemently deny it, especially if it is false. And we haven't seen it from any of these people whose names have entered the chat. So we all know about our good friend Jeffrey Epstein, who did not kill himself. We all know this, right? We've got flight logs. We've got flight logs on this plane where we are pretty sure there were young children on that plane doing things for the adults or to the adults. We have those flight logs. We know who the names are. We know what Jeffrey Epstein did. We know what he was uh, associated with. We know about his ranch in New Mexico. We know about the New York apartment. We know about the island. And you're not going to come out and give a reason, a rationale, an explanation as to why your name is on that flight log? Let's talk about Oprah Winfrey for a minute, because she was in the news recently after the Maui fires and her and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, came on and did some absolutely cringe video as billionaires, these billionaires, were literally asking the public to make donations to help the people of Maui. I I couldn't be any more repulsed when I see things like this. 
I mean, Oprah has repulsed me for a lot of years, but this is just a new level. Like you are a billionaire. You own hundreds of acres of land on this island and you have the audacity to come on whatever Instagram, TikTok, the socials of some sort and ask little old me, little old me, who's paying $5 a gallon for gas to donate to Maui when you have more money than you know what to do with? Gross. I'm disgusted. Let's dive a little deeper into Oprah, shall we? We know that she was super good friends with Harvey Weinstein. Super good friends. Smooching him at you know, um, award shows, rubbing elbows with him at dinners. Okay. Harvey Weinstein's been convicted of sexual assault. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and say guilt by association. And then we have this character, John of God, who was literally running like a human farming organization. I believe he also since has been convicted. He was impregnating women and then taking their babies and doing God knows what. And she, she, I mean, exalted this man. Had, did shows about him, did specials about him. And there were also some pretty concerning allegations coming out of the girls' school that she runs in Africa. So we've got three pretty big things here. In addition, there have been rumors that Oprah Winfrey has been involved in human trafficking. Again, just rumors. I'm not making accusations. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just having a discussion. If that were me, and I wasn't involved in that, because it's pretty disgusting, and it's like a level 10 offense in my eyes, and I would say in the majority of sane people's eyes, that's like next level. That's not shoplifting. That's not having an affair. That's not, you know... um, smoking weed on the corner this is this is level 10 egregious disgusting the amount of people and when i say people i mean just folks like me just your regular everyday folks that if you bring this up in conversation have heard a rumor about that And whether they dispel it as true or false or they're not really sure, they haven't formulated an opinion about it, but they know it's a lot of people. And again, as Oprah Winfrey, what's your reputation? Are you at all concerned about that? Do you not within yourself sit there at night and go, "Uh, this is a problem? It's not just my fan base. It's literally I'm a household name and people think that I'm involved in human trafficking. 
I got to put this fire out. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything denouncing her relationship with Harvey Weinstein. I haven't heard anything denouncing her relationship and, you know, making statements about poor judgment in her relationship with this John of God person. Why is that? Why do you with your billions of dollars not have the biggest PR campaign going on about telling your side of the story? How did those rumors even get started? Those are big, bad rumors. Those are big, bad assumptions. I would want nothing to do with them. The thought makes me sick to my stomach. And yet we've heard nothing from her. Ellen DeGeneres. She's another one. Which if you haven't noticed, Ellen's television set for her show looks eerily similar to that temple-like structure on Epstein Island. The blue and white stripes, palm trees. Again, you are somebody that has more money than you know what to do with. You probably have an outstanding PR team. You probably have a fantastic legal team. Why? Have we heard nothing? We've heard nothing from the DeGeneres camp. Really ugly, ugly chatter. That's weird to me. It doesn't make me think that you're innocent by any means. Because innocent people, again, aren't, aren't refusing to cooperate. Innocent people aren't not advocating for themselves. They're not sitting at home like, oh, I'm, I'm totally innocent of that, but I'm not going to like tell anybody. Like, I'm just going to let rumors continue to swirl of like super disgusting stuff. And I am not going to like tweet about it or go on TV or do anything about it. I'm just going to let more and more people believe that this is true. Um, that's weird. It's really weird. And the, the even weirder part to me is that there's still people out there, I think, that don't see that point of view. They're still in the camp of using the term conspiracy theorist and still looking at these celebrities and these people that are, you know, literally have nothing in common with us. Their lives are nothing like ours, except for the fact that they wake up and they're breathing and they eat and they pee and poop and, you know, all of those types of things. But that's really about it. Let's be honest. And there are still people that will look up to the Oprah Winfrey's of the world. 
and not place a thought in their head of, yeah, why hasn't she said anything about this? That's weird. That's, that's real weird. I think it's weird. Another celebrity I'm just going to throw in the mix. Let's just do it while we're here, while we're spicy. Tom Hanks. A lot of chit-chat about good old Tommy boy. A lot of chit-chat. Again, associated with small children. Gross things. Disgusting things. I'm not making accusations. I'm simply stating some things that I have heard. I have not heard anything out of the Hanks camp. Well, that's actually not true. His son made some big Instagram like post, you know, trying to, I don't know, de-escalate the claims or talk about how crazy the world is because they think that his dad is, you know, the uh, a chief pedo. But wh wh why are you doing that? Why isn't your dad doing that? Just, your dad's having you do his dirty work for him? Or your life now has been negatively impacted by those rumors swirling, and so you're trying to kind of clean house? That's weird. That's weird to me. Now, I want to come back to Obama. Because in addition to the rumors and the accounts, as they were told by Larry Sinclair, who was a allegedly a first-hand person with Obama in a vehicle with drugs doing adult things. I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but there are some really interesting emails contained in the WikiLeaks emails talking about a party at the White House and there being a lot of food delivered. Hot dogs. We don't even need to leave this to imagination, you guys. Just like in gangland talk, there's code. Just like in the medical system, we use specific abbreviations, code if you will. $45,000 worth of hot dogs delivered to the White House? I mean, unless it was the 4th of July and it was the Nathan's hot dog eating contest and they were actual hot dogs. I don't understand what was happening there. And now that's a pretty well-known email. If you've never gone swimming in the sea of WikiLeaks, I highly suggest you do it. 
But at some point, those rumors have to get back to you. They have to. You are not that secluded from the outside world. You're just not. Someone is going to tell you what the grumblings are. And if you have good people in your camp, if you have the right people in your camp and you are innocent and it really is just a conspiracy theory, those people should probably be guiding and steering you in the direction of, uh, hey, you might want to address this because <laughs> it's not looking so good for you. Okay. We have a current president who has a who has a nickname. We have a current president who has a daughter who wrote some pretty explicit things in her diary. Why are these types of things carried sort of at the same weight as I guess, I guess other things. This is a huge disconnect in my brain, right? Like, and again, our judicial system is not the same as the Lord's judicial system. And I really don't place like a hierarchy on, on sin as far as like what I'm judging about somebody because I've got a lot of stuff. I absolutely don't have anything like that. And that's where I draw the line. And I think, I hope and I pray that a lot of people draw the line. A lot of people draw the line at the abuse of our most vulnerable. And I specifically mean children when I say the most vulnerable. Of course, we have other vulnerable populations in our country. But when we're talking about human trafficking, when we are talking about sex work, when we are talking about um, pedophilia, our children are our most vulnerable. And to me, there is, there is, I don't know that there's a lot worse. Than things that are done to children. And if you are, if, if you have any half a brain and you're looking at these people and there is even the smallest rumor, the slightest little grumbling, the little whisper, and you think to yourself for a split second, could this be true? And then they don't deny it. What does that tell you? It tells me a lot. Personally. Because like I've said, I would never want to go through life having people think that about me. They can think whatever else they want. But that, oof, too much. That is too much. And probably because we know, we, we look at things like the prison system, for example, 
those might be rumors, but I think we've also heard stories that are true about child molesters going into prison and the other prisoners find out that they're a child molester. And there's a little bit of vigilante justice done. So for, again, for people who have committed crimes themselves and they are in jail, so one could say we could pass our judgment on those people and say, oh, well, they're not upstanding citizens either. They've, they robbed, they murdered, they committed their crime, they're paying their time, yes. But even for people who have been convicted of a crime and are in prison, they look down upon child molesters, pedophiles. It's maybe a common thread amongst our society that we should actually hold on to really tightly is that we should all band together and not tolerate an ounce of this. That these, these individuals, I, I, I don't even know. I try to have a forgiving heart and I try to have a loving heart, but we are talking about things that are so horrendous. And if we've put people in places of power who are associated with things like this, who are doing things like this, who are not coming to their own personal defense surrounding rumors about things like this, what is actually happening? Like it really does scare me to think. It scares me to think. People in our government, people in our FBI, people in the CIA, people in the police force, people in our school systems. If we're just tolerating it and if we're just brushing it off as conspiracy theory and if we're just saying, oh no, those, those people would never do that, they'd never be involved in that without taking a step back and examining, I guess maybe from our own personal standpoint, well, what if roles were reversed? What if I were a billionaire being accused of this? Mm, yeah, no, I wouldn't be handling it in the same way. I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be loud. I'd be angry, actually. I'd be furious that my name was brought up amongst that type of conversation. Furious. Real mad. Doing all the legal things I could be doing to either clear my name or to hold people responsible for, you know, saying these things about me. And not even in a chatter kind of way. Like accusations. Why aren't you coming to your own defense? Why are people able to connect more dots that lean them in the, this might actually be happening category, than dots swinging in the other direction of no, totally innocent, completely, 100%.
ugly rumors. I think we have a lot of people in a lot of high places that have participated in really gross, really disgusting things for whatever reasons, whether that's been pressure from other people, whether that's because it's a big club and we're not in it, whether it's because it's been a blackmail situation. I don't care. I don't care the reason. We are not using the court of public opinion in the right way. This is another thing <laughs> that I think we should all be able to unite on. There are things, believe it or not, not thinking, you know, or thinking that pedophilia is bad it is not a right or left thing, actually. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I don't know if you need to know this, but human trafficking isn't a right or a left topic of conversation. It should be something that we all sit down and we're like, ugh, this is happening. How on earth do we stop this from happening? We still have a lot of these things sort of coursing through the fabric of America. That if we would be willing to have the conversation and look at things from a different perspective and maybe stop idolizing these people who literally have no idea what our lives are like. They don't care about us. They don't want what's best for us. If we just stopped, if we pretended like they didn't exist, wouldn't that be fantastic? Nobody buy an Oprah magazine anymore. Like quit, stop your subscription. Just don't. You don't need it. She doesn't have anything to tell you that you couldn't find anywhere else. Talk to some ladies at church. They've got some great recipes and some gardening tips for you. So that's my hot take. That's my spicy take on some stories that are in the news, on some things that I think we all need to maybe just pay a little bit more attention to and ask ourselves, why... Why isn't this being addressed? Why aren't people coming to their own defense? What would we do if we were in that situation? And do their lack of actions potentially, you know, make these rumors seem a little bit more true? I tend to think yes. But again, that's just me. That's my opinion. That's the lens in which I see it through. So with that, gang, that is all the time we have for today, friends. But remember, we are here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. Please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses. 
As we walk you through all of these hot topics, we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Beth, and you can find me here every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. Until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless. Join us weekdays with a different nurse host daily where no topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time